guys, welcome to another episode of From the Nursing Handover. Yes, 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 yes. Diane here. Yes, you've got your girls, Jerry and Diane here, ready to discuss some truthful matters. Hope you guys are ready to digest, get back and relax, and get involved in the conversation. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. As you've seen, what's been currently happening in the world, minus coronavirus and everything else, is currently the Black Light movement has been is going on. It's not. Oh, sorry. It's not. Like, I'm not saying it like it's just started, but we have seen in the recent, even in the last month, there's been like five or six deaths of unarmed black people in the states. That, to be honest, worldwide, we are tired. We are tired of always seeing these things come out seeing these situations happen and nothing being done about it. So last week, there was the murder of George Floyd. You've probably all seen the video circling on social media of the police officer kneeling on his neck. Also the pictures of like the other officers literally also kneeling on him to hold him down and hearing him literally scream out like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. So with all that's going on, Maybe some of you have been out there protesting as well. There's been so much going on, not just here in London, not just in Minnesota, not in, not just, just worldwide. There's been so much happening. So really and truly, we wanted to bring this talk to us. Because not saying that within the NHS, you know, we don't, we don't deal with these things. And probably a lot of, a lot of other nurses and healthcare professionals outside the NHS in different countries may feel the same. Mm. So I think this is just a topic that we decided that it needs it needs speaking about from all different angles. We're not, as you already know, we're not just generally we're not just a general podcast. We're here to talk about nursing related things. However, this also stems in our line of work also. I don't know about anyone else, but I know I have I have been subject to racism at work. I, I, I am probably might have um, just raising awareness and seeing what's the best way that we can combat it. What do you think, Dee? So yeah, like just reiterating what um, Jerry has said is the impact of this man's death has reignited and brought to the forefront the Black Lives Movement even more so than before. Yeah, and the fact that it's having a worldwide ripple mm-hmm. is sad because someone has had to die for people to see that black people that their lives do matter but at the same time it's also kind of drummed up the much needed eyes and lights and cameras and action on the matter at hand and showed that we desperately need this issue to be tackled Um, I mean I would definitely say this issue has everything to do with health because it's a public health problem racism is an illness in my mind Hmm. and it's something that needs to be discussed with everybody and anybody and the reason why you find that some people find this a really uncomfortable discussion is because they don't want to address the elephant in the room per se you know they they want to sidestep the issue they want to see themselves out of the problem. Yeah. And that's where the problem roots from. Because if you don't address what's in front of you, you're then ignorant to the suffering of your fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. And 
that they, if that's the whole you know that's the whole problem in general yeah so, um go on. no go on so we would again we're just opening the conversation talking about our own experiences and what we've currently seen and looking at certain articles that we've read seeing what else is out there for you know black lives matter in terms of working in, in a healthcare profession and also including the other my, my, um, ethnic minorities that also might feel the same backlash that we might mm. so please if you guys have anything you also want to discuss with us then please hit us up um yeah we're just opening the discussion to all of us because like diane said it's a collective thing you can't you can't it's not it's not something that we can just abolish on our own if that was the case it would have happened by now but yeah things just keep happening and we have to speak up about it we have to act on it we have to help our fellow brothers and sisters yeah and i think it's like really important for people to to understand and appreciate it's a very very sensitive issue Mm. and you know you're born the color that you are you don't choose it and at the end of the day you shouldn't be oppressed you shouldn't be disadvantaged because that's who you are yeah and i think that again that is one of the issues that's one of the things that is a problem it's a big issue um and as Gigi said like in regards to our jobs as nurses um it is still an issue it's still an issue in the national health service um it's still an issue in corona as as we all touch upon that as we go like it's still such a very very big issue so as we get into the conversation if people might find it very sensitive they might feel that we hit a nerve um but the our, our conversations all of them regardless of this special episode all our conversations are supposed to hit a nerve they're supposed yeah. to spark a conversation they're supposed to trigger something in you to have conversations openly honestly and and to speak truth that's what it is is to speak the truth mm. you know no tea, no shade it's just the way it is yeah so I'm, I'm i'm not sure how many people truly read like the nursing the nursing journals and articles that come out like i know i get sent quite a few of my emails but again with, with corona and the rest of this pandemic that's still going on it's also been like there's also been talks about you know the BAME community are quite um, are more I can't think word susceptible yeah dying and you know along those lines how do we feel safe in our community like how do we feel safe doing what we have to do mm. and I think this all ties in it just so happens that it's all happening at the same time but I think they definitely all tie in because come across a lot of articles and also quite a few nurses that have said like you know they feel quite vulnerable they don't feel like they can really speak up about this at work and say and say no like they don't want to look after certain patients they don't want to have to work on certain wards however you know we're being thrown right there onto the front line to deal with this yeah so just think that right now with all this going like like we've been saying intertwined and hear us out hopefully you hear uh, hear it from our points of views yeah and please share your points of view because i think this is 
this, com- this conversation is bigger than just me and you. Mm. And we'd love to hear from others and how they feel and how they're feeling about this topic. Whether and also if you're not from uh, the game community, how are you feeling about this topic? Has it hit a nerve in you? Has has this sparked sparked some sort of outrage within you? How you work and what you do, the lifestyle you live. How do you feel about it? Because yes, we're all rooting for all for Black Lives Matter, and really and truly, like there's things out here for all of us. How does this stuff make you feel? Yeah, definitely. How has it impacted you? Has it made you look at yourself? Have you gone to educate yourself on, you know, the black history and the yeah. reasons why people are so angered? Um, does yeah. the imagery and the videos that you're being exposed to, do they shock you enough? Um, do they invoke in you the the process of starting to question certain things and why they are the way they are? Yeah. Or looking at certain privileges and thinking, gosh, you know, I didn't think about it like this. Or I didn't think about it that way. You know, those are the kind of things I think we're trying to invoke in our listeners. 100%. Anywho, let's, let's move on and get cracking. So bringing it back round to nursing, what does it have to do with nursing? And to you, what does this have to What does all that's going on in today's society Within your, within you, well, within work, really, does it make you well, feel? I don't even know why I'm smiling because it's the kind of issue where I think if you don't laugh, you cry. I know, I know that's a really weird thing to say, but you're you don't realize how much you kind of are up against until you sit back and you look at your environment and where you are and what you're in. Yeah, and you think, wow, like I'm really up against it, or you're thinking, wow, like. Um, gosh, there really is such a spark difference. So, in terms of like the workplace and racism, mm-hmm. okay. So, from my own personal experience, I'm always the minority. Always. You and me, my first, my first job, I was the only black nurse on my whole ward. Even wow. the even the cleaner wasn't black. Let's just let's just let's just put it there. Okay. Wow. Really? I know. I know. Right. Wow. And of course, like, as we always say, we'll never stay where we work. So unless, like, you might know where I've worked, fine. Well, no one you know, personally. You yeah. Might. Otherwise, we will not be naming and shaming. Yeah, we're not going to name the truck. Nowhere. But, yeah, so the first job that I was the only black nurse there. And you just get on with it. Because, like, I've grown up in an area my whole life where I've been the minority. I was a minority in my primary school. Um, in my secondary school. Um, there was more black people. And I think that's when I learned to love to be black. Yeah. Because I met so many young black women who were so proud of being who they were. And it taught me to be proud of who I was. It's also just about um, being around people like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think appreciating and learning that it's okay to look how you look, it's okay for your body to be the way it is, it's okay for your hair to be like that. Yeah. Right? But sorry, back to my, my first word. So yeah, I was the only black nurse there. And you do feel it because they can't relate to you they don't understand certain things they are a team in numbers and yes you're all a team but that does have an impact on you Mm -hmm. you know on like how your attitude to work or your attitude to team to team support and things like that that's always in the back of your mind that 
I'm not like them. They don't look like me. They're not like me. That's always there. And in and and that was a lovely world to work in. It was a really nice first job to have, and they were all really really nice. But of course, you have little 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 things that people will ask you silly questions. I mean, and if you're not a person of color, you're probably thinking, "Oh, that's a silly question," because some people don't understand these things are silly questions. Yeah. But you know, things like, "Oh, your hair." Oh, and then, and then they touch your hair, you know? Um, things like when you talk about certain cult things you do in your culture, and not that they're outraged, but they don't understand them. Yeah. They can't relate to you. Yeah, those, those are, those are little, little things that can be like, oh, they don't understand. Yeah. Whereas somebody who looks like you, who is like you, you have a common denominator, you have a common grounding. Yeah. Not to interject, but even like what you're saying about... Just, just, common ground like people ask you like oh so you know since you're african like do you guys have nice places or is it like what we just see on tv everyone's yeah. around a water a water well the yeah fly like just on like the side of an eyebrow yes naked waiting for some water yes the insults i don't think i generally don't think people they're meant to be insults i think some people are just really curious and that i I, I understand. However, it's just, I don't know if it's just the way it's been worded. There's or... curiosity and then it's just also being stupid because if I go on holiday to my country, yeah. I'm obviously not going to walk five miles to fetch water if I'm going on holiday to where I'm from. Yeah. You know? Mm. Obviously not. And I think that, stuff like that, they upset me because it's like, because they're so used to the European standard of portraying Africa yeah. a certain way, they then believe that you must be... Must be of that way. Like yeah. You go home and you, you walk around naked at home. You guys wear, like, leaves and... You don't wear shoes. Um, you eat with your hands. Or your hair's a type of way. Even, thing, even stuff like hair. Oh, I, hair. I can't lie. As much as I love where I'm working, I, I, I have a great team. I think I'm quite lucky that we do, in our team, there's a lot of mixture, the best word to you. Like diversity, so you say it's quite diverse. It's quite diverse. But then like, people still ask questions. And again, I'm not going to discredit any of the questions. But let's be honest. So we, one day I come in with a wig and one day I come in with my Afro puff. I didn't cut my hair overnight. Yeah. What What are you coming to ask me? Yeah. Like, and then, like you like even also what you mentioned, like even just touching the hair and stuff. It's like you're now intruding on my personal space because you were curious. There's no harm in just standing where you are and asking me a question. It's not even that. Am I an animal to be pet to be petted and to be touched? I don't touch your hair when you dye your hair from blonde to brown. Yeah. Do I? Do I come up and touch your hair and say, oh my God, you cut your hair, wow. Oh my God, you've, 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 just, you've done a, a, a blade, you've done an ombre. Oh my God, like, I don't do that because that's rude, number one. Number two, I'm in your personal face and it's your hair. Like, you it's can do whatever you want. To you. Yeah, why would I be touching your hair for? But it's funny, like, those boundaries seem to go when it comes to people of colour, to black people. It's why? like, I don't think anyone would do it to anyone else. It's just... 
it, it just seems that when it comes to us, things are off limits. And that's why, like, I want people to listen to this and comment. Like, we will put something up on our Instagram because I want to hear if our people have the same things that we are talking about here, if they feel the same type of way, Yeah, you know? Um, again, the minority. So, like, now my current trust. Well, my current trust, I've been there the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say about, yeah, four or five years, bar, like, a couple of hiatus. But that's the way I've, I think the core of my career has been there. Yeah. And it's shocking. Like, I think I've been on that for five years. And it was only, a, a, it was only an event I attended, an Ask Nurse event that I attended, where I saw lots of black nurses. Lots. As in, I kept looking around because there were so many. Yeah. So many. And I remember when me, because me and Gigi went to this event, and we were leaving, and I remember saying to Jerry, I've never seen this many black nurses in my life. Yeah. In my life. Right? And I think that is very telling of the lack of representation in the National Health Service. Yeah. Like, the reason I agree with Diane is because, well, one, we've worked in the same trust before. And even with some of, our, of our, our friends who also worked in this trust, we all seem to have the same experience. Yes. See, where I work now, well, I've been, I've been back there so many times. In terms of diversity, across the board, there's, much, there's, there's a lot of people from everywhere. So to me, for me, it's yeah. not an issue. But when I worked at the trust that Diane worked in, was a big difference. Like, you yeah. could be on shift and you could be dot to dot. Yeah. I think, I always, I always go back to this, and I always say it to Diane, like, when I was there, there would be times that people would literally just mush you all together and call you all one person's name. Yeah. Because, like, to me, it kind of feels like people just cannot, cannot be asked to remember what your name is. If you yeah. someone of colour, I think you were the same person, mm-hmm. but it's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. I mean, like Gigi said, like I've had it where I was in a room um, working with these two nurses. They were both from the same place, and I was called another black nurse's name. Don't get me wrong; like we all slip up and call each other other names. No, 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 no. <laughs> no you don't think so. Like there's times like. I think you know okay. what you kind of allow certain people to do certain things, and like I've spoken about it to like some of like my white colleagues because for some of them they also in terms of that they also go through, I think it's mainly only like a few who have been through the same thing. So for example, on my current team there's one of my really close friends. We always get mistaken for each other. We look nothing alike. But we always get mistaken for each other. And then one of one of my other friends on our little group. She always gets mistaken for someone else and she's white and they again look nothing alike that's the only reason why i say this i think it's only because i've seen it in that setting you see it happen in action yeah yeah so in that setting that like, i'm i'm just like it's okay with it but then there's certain people that you're like okay fine i can let that slide because i think that's genuine there's some people that will do all shift and you're like i'm sorry where no, that if, that no, is the size of my face which has my face yeah. on it and my name yeah i'm still getting it wrong no, I think for me, to me, the reason why I'm saying no, 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 is because, babe, I don't look like the person you're calling. I look nothing mm. like them. I don't talk like them. I'm not shaped like them. 
I don't look like them. They're not even on the unit at the moment. They're off. So how are you calling me the wrong name? How? Yeah. How? How? How how is that possible? Because I don't get your name wrong. I know who you are. I make an effort to make sure I know who you are because you are a person and you deserve that respect to be called the correct name. Who wants to be called the other person's name? All no the time. one wants to. Don't get me wrong. No one wants to. But then I think it's just, I think again, I, like I was saying, I think it's just because within our team, we're so used to each other because we've all been around each other for such a long time. Yeah. That certain things are acceptable. However, if, this, if there's a newcomer that tries to play the ga- those games, you are getting cut. Yeah. You get what I mean? Obviously, even like in our friendship group, I don't think there's anyone that I would mistake you for or you'd mistake me for. How can you? You can't. You're you and I'm me. You're Geraldine and Diana. I would, how can I get any of you wrong? I can't. Because I know who you are. You're, per- you're, you're you. Yeah. And that's just, to me, that, to me, that's just the common respect to know who you're talking to anyway. 100%. 100%. I think if you're, if you're like in a big meeting, are you going to get my name wrong in the meeting? No. You're going to no. get it very correct. So why is it when we're on the shop floor face to face, you're calling me someone else's name? Very blase. Oh, so-and-so. Uh, no, 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 honey. It's not so-and-so. It's Diane. Yeah. Like, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to fight for it or anything like that. Again, I think it just comes down to comfortability. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say I don't see it as an issue because don't get me wrong, like me and my friends, we have spoken about this and when certain people do it, you can see like the anger build up and also you just, you just won't stand for it. Mm. Whereas it could be others that you're like, okay, fine. Like we, we, could, we could have been talking about that person and it just so happens that, you know, you're, you're called that person's name. It's like little things like that. Like we don't look the same just because we're black or just because we're Asian or whatever. It doesn't mean we're the same person. Because mm. all of this said, we, can, we, we all definitely don't come from different places. Your background, you're from somewhere else and I'm from somewhere else. Mm. But even like for you to get me, like for someone to get you, me and you mixed up, I just think it's, I just think it's, it's crazy. Which it is, but it's like, at work, all these little things have happened. And I don't. I just think people are ignorant to it because we wouldn't, unless you just or someone's name was very wrong and then corrected you and you've changed it. We're not going to stand there and let the whole shift go by. Someone's calling you, no Tina, all shift when Tina's also on the ward. Mm. Get what I mean? Hey ho, it's just the little things that really matter, and I just wish that people will be able to understand that it's not fair, it's not right. I won't get your name wrong. I think because of all of this happening, this is one reason why I always strive to make sure I get everyone's name correct. Even if it's a name I cannot pronounce, I will ask you to keep pronouncing it and for you to listen to me say it until I get it correct. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm treating you like some sort of second-class citizen. You're not worth me knowing your name, but you're, you're a member of staff also. Why should I not be treating you the same as I'll be treating everyone else? Yeah. And also think this this also looks probably into like opportunities. So um coming on to that, um, let's just like bring in some facts yeah. just to like back up what we are saying and what we're talking about. So um the Nursing Times had an article last year in October 
Mm-hmm. And their article found that high, there was a high level of racial discrimination faced by nurses. Yeah. Okay. So what they found from the survey that they carried out was a shocking two-thirds of nurses have observed racial discrimination or disadvantage that affected someone else in the last 12 months. Nearly half have been the target of it themselves. Yeah. Now, that's a thousand people that were asked in this survey, okay? Yeah. And half have been a target, nearly half. So obviously they haven't given us a specific nearly it's half. Been, yeah. Yeah. Now that's a lot. That's a lot. And um, it's important to add that 21.3% of all nurses, midwives, and health visitors are BAME. That's not a lot. Not a lot at all. Not a lot at all. You know, that's not a lot. So the fact that people are experiencing racial discrimination, Mm. either from patients or members of the public, or from within staff, there's still a problem. Yeah. Okay. I think also like when you look at like the managerial route and you look at like the big bosses and stuff, there's also a very small number of them that are from the BAME community anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Because we weren't even talking about this like between ourselves. Like if you were to look at the places that we have worked, how many BAME seniors have you seen? Even on the shop floor, how many have you seen? It's not many. No, it's not. It's not, definitely not. And yeah, I think, one. yeah, and I think that is very telling of the fact that the people at the top mm. are not diverse. No, because, well, I'm just looking for the name of this. Uh, W-R-E-S, have I got that right? What, the W-R-E-S? Yeah, so the recently the workforce workforce race equality standards, which you can Google to find, basically said so they did they did another survey in like twenty eighteen, look at the amount of nurses there are to like our counterparts. And like the higher the banding you go, you see that the percentage is tiny. But even for, for a band six, fame community only make up eighteen point five percent. Out yeah. of 100, it's shocking. that's pretty it's much so nothing. Shocking. Seven is 13.4. Band 8A is 10.4. Like, that's pretty much nothing. It's like a drop of water. Literally. Drop. It makes you think, like, what, are we, are we not capable of reaching those standards? But we are. We're just as capable as anyone else. Do we have the same sort? We have the same chance to do those things, and I think that that that's a big problem. Like again, following on from that statistic, there was in the article that I first mentioned about after um, Gigi talked about the RES um, findings. Yeah, they said there were eight directors of nursing from a BA ME background across two hundred and thirty-one NHS trusts. It's shocking, right? And all these trusts definitely have a diverse population because we all know, London specifically, but we all know the UK is very diverse. 
that's one of the things that they love to hone in on you know we're the common part of the commonwealth very diverse we accept all cultures whatever fine how can there only be eight eight in 231 trusts how you know and and that and that that percentage gg that percentage yeah is 3.4 percent of total directors of nursing across all trusts 3.4 Three point four percent make it make sense. Three point four, right? Now that was only twenty eighteen. That was only twenty eighteen. Can you imagine? And you know why it makes me upset? Because the NHS long term plan is to improve racial quality across the NHS workforce. That has been cited as a priority for them. A priority. It's twenty eighteen. We're now in yeah. 2020. We're now in. We're now halfway into 2020. Has it changed? Like, has it changed? Which I can't lie. Like talking about all of this just makes me think. In terms of progression, like, don't get me wrong. Every everybody is different. I know I'm yeah. the sort of person. I'm a go getter. Those yeah. who know me very well know that I am. Like, I will go and try it. If there's a part of nursing that I want to go and try, I won't stop myself. I will go and do it. Mm. even considering thinking where am I going to be like 10 years time in my nursing career I don't know yeah it makes you think like what also what opportunities do I have do I have the same as everyone else mm. and even like the discussion that me and Diane have had like many many times but what we have found is that even our own um, colleagues who are seniors will make us work twice as hard mm-hmm get those positions yeah and the question is why like in, at the end of the day we are one team as a collective include and like i'm talking about everyone white blacks asians orange people, yeah, people, yeah, we are a collective yeah. we are a yeah. unit and that has come together to fight coronavirus etc etc we're here to basically you know look after patients and their families we're here to nurture and support we're here to nurse you back to good health and return you back into society that's what we're here to do but yeah. why is it that we're not equal why is it that we have to we have to we have to work double hard as our fellow white counterpart to show that we are just as capable or we're just as able why i think the moment like people see i don't want to say it's slacking because i don't think we slack it's the moment people see like oh things are easy like oh she doesn't want it enough or he doesn't want it enough they don't want to work hard for whatever the next stage is and as we've seen in other places that me and you have both worked the people are free like literally things have been handed to them on a plate but what i've now got to jump through hoops my dog yeah and i think that's that's the issue and i think this is the conversation that makes people uncomfortable because oh, when we as people of color, when we have black black nurses, black women, when you come out and say you don't understand me, you don't understand my struggle, you don't understand how hard I have to work to prove I'm good enough, it's like an alarm bell. It's like the shrill of oh my god, like no 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 no, like we're not saying that, and oh my goodness, and no, you know people don't understand. I don't want to be pandered to. I just want to be treated fairly yeah you know 
I want to be given the same opportunity as everybody else. I want to be pushed in the same way as you push everybody else. I want to know that if I want to progress, you as a manager or you as a team are going to support that progression. Yeah. You know, I want to feel that I have that support. Um, So talking about progression, um, again, in the article in the Nursing Times, which you will attach to the Instagram post, um, one of the um, findings that came out from the survey was that 17% felt that, let me make sure I say it very correctly, so the second most commonly observed situation was racist behaviour by a member of staff at 17%, followed by unequal access to career development opportunities such as secondment, leadership programmes or mentoring, right? Mm. And apparently, like, it's almost become the norm that black and ethnic minorities are all across the NHS are denied of promotions and other opportunities. Like, I think you have to, I think people generally have to fight. Don't get me wrong, again, the current position I'm in, I'm quite thankful for it, and I don't think I've had to endure this to get to where I am at this moment in time. There's other, like, friends that we had from uni that I've spoken to that really have. Mm. It's even just to get courses, normal courses that anyone should be open to. They've had to literally fight. I guess, don't, I know people are going to shoot me in the back and be like, yeah, it's down to funding, this, that, and the other. Let's call a spade a spade. You yeah. know, you put all the you put certain courses out, and no one else wants them. But all of a sudden, someone wants them. Someone of color wants that course. You're gonna make them jump through hoops when they have no competition. Mm. The moment you see someone else that's like you who has it, and you're like, "Oh, let me bring you along. Like, just just come. Just come. Mm. Let's just see what will happen." All, yeah. all of a sudden, you've fallen into this great new position. You know, your life's all played out. You've done what you wanted to do. Mm. I think when you look at race within the NHS, you see a lot of the baby community more as like junior levels. Junior levels that they've been here for like 10, 15, 20 years. They just haven't progressed. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, you know, as black nurses we won't progress and we haven't, because we have. Mm. Even think about it, like when we were students, you know, you see the agency nurses on the ward. This is the same story they're telling us. They're telling us to like make sure we strive for strive for progress, make sure we do certain things, and not fall into the same categories that they have. Mm. And we don't want. Oh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to live in a world that I feel like my own people are being oppressed in the workplace. Mm. I want to be able to know that when I come to work, work is fine. Work is is great. Don't get me wrong. We have all our stresses from work, and I'm not saying like you know we're gonna go into work every day with smiles. You don't want race to be another thing on top of whatever else going on in the workplace. And the yeah. last thing I want is for my colleague, junior or senior, to feel like they can't speak out about this. And I don't think, like, you know, people should hide the fact that they feel a certain way. This is where I think you speak up more than anything else because if you don't push for something, you're not going to achieve it. You're not going to get no. done. These things will no. never be spoken about. Whether yeah. it's the culture in the department or not, speak out about this. If you feel like you're going to be you're going to be done for a while, like whether it's whistleblown or whatever, there's different channels you can go through. Like you can go through like the guardianship services, maybe your matrons or your adons, people who aren't healthcare, who aren't healthcare at all. So adons is your assistant directors of nursing. I think, as far as I know, each 
um, what's the word? I'm really losing my words. I want to say <laughs> denomination, but this ain't church. As in, what you mean, each, like the band branch? No, okay. like for example, like I'm Amy, and you're you'll be your specialty. That's it. Wow, Geraldine, I went way left. And like <laughs> each specialty has like their assistant director of nursing, who is above the matron. Ideally, that person should be approachable. Yeah, to talk to. If not, have a look on like your intranets and set um, your intranets or like your your home pages and stuff and search for like the BAME society see what's out there if you think that you're you're really struggling with this in your workplace and i just i don't think that you should stay there you have to endure such no definitely crap. not no like you spend so much more time at work than you do anywhere else you should at least yeah. to enjoy it definitely and also as well you need to feel safe 100 percent you need to feel that you're in an environment where you can be yourself and you could and if you're uncomfortable and you don't find that where you are is conducive for you you won't learn to the best of your ability you will be That's denying right. your pay you'll be denying your patients an amazing nurse yeah because you trained you worked so hard to get your pin use it and please do not lose it because i don't it's not something you can ever get back no most definitely not not at all. I think one thing I do want to ask, ask you, Gigi, is yeah. have you ever encountered a racist comment or discriminatory comment from staff you've worked with towards patients or towards or indiscreetly other colleagues? Have you ever witnessed anything and how did it make you feel? Yes. Again, I'm not going to disclose where this was, but um, when I was working intensive care yeah um, what I found was that a lot of people for example like I haven't I've never had a problem looking after certain children like I would look after whatever you give me but certain people when they had for example like black babies or black children the, the attitude toward looking after them is quite foul mm. like if the parents aren't going through, aren't doing the same things as like, you know, the other white parents, the other Asian parents that they see on the ward, it's suddenly a problem. And I think that the thing that the situation that's touched me the most was I cared for a patient and like the family, the, the, like at that moment in time, she was, the baby was really young. She was a prem baby. Um, the family were going through so much. And despite having a prem baby, she's hella I think by the time she was about three or four months mum happened to be pregnant again and Ward just couldn't see it from her point of view like you know she's going through a lot she ended up miscarrying and people just took it as like until people found that out people were like oh like you know this parent's not showing up this is just what black people do blah 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 blah. and it's like I had to stand there and be like no guys I'm sorry I'm not going to accept this because this is not what black people do has anyone actually that relationship with the family and actually found out what's going on because yes the moment like you know people come to intensive care as you would know Diane stressful yeah the best thing we can do as nurses yes we pretty much live in it but I'm also here to be an advocate for you if Mm -hmm. I'm here judging you how can I be your advocate yeah exactly um towards me I think it's been more patient if I'm honest Mm. more elderly patients like yes i'm a peds nurse by background but certain places i've worked 
we have had to help out in adult in adults and I wouldn't necessarily say it's just I just say it was older generation than mine whether it mm. was like my parents age or older like you, you hear comments like oh I don't want the black nurse looking after me yeah or yes you know people but, be like oh don't, do don't think about it do you find that that gets masked in they're old they have dementia or yeah but whereas there's no accountability for those comments no and like my thing is and like my friends that know me personally and people and like my friends from work that also know me personally would know like there's certain things i just won't stand for like if a parent is beginning to say certain things i'm not going to stand there and have it sorry i just don't think it's appropriate but one for a children's department and two i don't think any of my nurses or my team members should have to be subject to that. We don't come mm. to work to be abused, but that. But I feel like this is going to open a different kind of worms. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is because I think we more get it. So everyone knows that I work in A and E, and I think we more get it when, obviously, the wait times are increasing and people don't like the fact that you know they've got to wait four hours or you know they've got to wait a long time to see the doctor. They just genuinely may see that us nurses, we've done our jobs, we've done what we needed do for you you're waiting to be seen by the doctor but because they've seen us sitting down or just having a conversation between ourselves we're not working then mm. that's where you get the abuse held at us and i don't think it's right i'm sorry i don't like we don't go to other people's workplaces and tell people how to do their jobs we don't go to other people's workplaces and shout at them you know they're not working mm. fast enough they're not working hard enough people don't know what's happening in, in your resource room people don't know yeah. what's happening in adults like you, you've got to be just got to open your mind mm. and see that you know there's certain things that you, you wouldn't tolerate for yourself so why would you do it for others yeah and the reason i say this is because it's not just old like what i'm talking about now it's not just old people that do this this goes from across the board definitely you've probably experienced this yourself on the units as well so in terms of like again so similar to Gigi, i don't think i've ever had anybody openly be racist to me mm. um i do sometimes feel patients are funny with, with you. like they they they're different with you and you notice it in regards to when they're working with with other nurses yeah and especially when you work on in neonatal intensive care um the patients are there for a long time so just anywhere that you know it's an a and and you've got and you've got patients that are there for a while whether yeah. it's three yeah. months or a week. Yeah, so they're there for a significant amount of time. So it's enough time for them to get to know you and get you them and you to get to know them. Yeah. So there are times when you do feel like you just feel strange with a parent. You don't, and not, and I'm not saying with every family you're going to get on with everybody. No, because you're different personalities and it's different. But there are some people who just take to you with ease, and some people who just feel a friction. Yeah. And you feel like it can't be my care. It can't be anything but what i look like it must be something like that that and that's just a personal thing and it may not be true but that's just my personal feeling that i'm treated differently because of how i look so that's the first thing um number two is yes so there's a time when i was working in special care and it was a very busy room and there were two black mothers in that room and i was working with a white colleague of mine and she made a comment and i'll never forget this comment and this comment must have happened almost two or three years ago now but i will never forget it ever Mm -hmm. forget it 
So this mother needed to come and attend to her baby. And I don't know where she was. She wasn't outside the room. I don't know where she was. But there was another mother outside with a relative and they were looking at something outside the, the nursery. Yeah. And my, my colleague inside the nursery turned around and I think was questioning if that was the mum she needed or not and said, well, they all look the same anyway. That is hurtful because we don't look the same. We were very different. And you know when, like, you double take and you're like, did she really just say that to me? Knowing what I look like, she just said that. And these were two black mothers. I need to stress that point. These were not, like, they were both black women. Yeah. The way she said it, like, it was so blasé that you know this is your normal dialogue. This is how you look at people of colour because you said it with such ease and with a lack of care for who you're even saying it to. Yeah. And I tell you, me personally, Diane, I have not wanted to work with that person ever again. Don't blame me because if that's what they're saying about parents, what are they saying about the staff members? Right. Ever since then, and I'm lucky that the environment I'm in now, I don't have to work with this person, but... Every time I see them, I, I can't forget it. No. I can't forget it because I think, gosh, you, you're one of those people. You're one of those people that is not for me or not for my kind of people. No. And, and, and let's be honest, like, we work in a place that, you know, we have to work with people that we may not like, that we don't get on with, but we have to. So yeah. in that sense, you suck it up, do what you need to. You make your higgy hagger chat for as you need. You're not friends. You're not going to see them outside the work, and you would never contact them. Yeah, it's just shocking that this could happen. Yeah, it is, and I think, like um, as Gigi mentioned before, that workforce race equality. Get the name. It just yeah, it's, such a, it's such a long name, but the work for, work workforce race equality standard. This was only brought into fruition in twenty fifteen. You know, that's not that long ago. You know, and they announced it the 31st of July. The NHS Equality and Diversity Council announced this um, standard. Yeah. The 31st of July 2014. And they said that they agreed that they needed action to ensure that employees from black and minority ethnic backgrounds had equal access to career opportunities and receive fair treatment in the workplace. And it was only in April 2018, sorry, April 2015. Mm-hmm. that reports were started and things like that. So it does also show you that this, like we said in the beginning, Black Lives Matter, the issue of race, the issue of yeah. equality, the issue of discrimination, it's a, it's a health issue. It's everybody's business. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad the NHS is working on it. I'm glad that it's part of their long-term plan. Yeah. But it does worry me that we're still so far off we still are like like I was saying to you earlier. I don't think we've come as a, not just. I'm not talking not just. I'm not just talking about nursing right now. I'm saying like generally, we're still way back when we are still back in like eighties. We're still back in the early thousands and in the nineties. I don't mm. think things have changed. I just think now with how much freedom we have on social media, it's just being videoed and being shown everywhere. Like we have access to this because let's be honest. I highly doubt that the stuff in the States has stopped happening. It's just so happened that during Corona, this has all come out. I don't think so at all. 
just because mm. it's been videoed and it's been shared on a social media platform like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Mm. Facts has been shared this way has opened our eyes to, to know that like, this stuff still exists. I think yeah. it's something that easily just gets swept under the carpet. It gets mentioned and then gets swept under the carpet. It comes out, it goes back under. But whereas yeah. now, people are outraged. People are tired. People are angry. Mm. People want justice. Yeah, and people aren't asking for something that's unreasonable. They're asking for something that is their right. It's their human right. You know, yeah. if, you're, if you're offended, if you're hurt, you have a right to be apologised to. You have a right to seek justice. You have a right to demand for answers. And... I think it's the same way that I would say, like, with us and our work and what we do, we yeah. serve everyone, we look after everyone. We don't pick and choose, it's not a pick and mix, or I'm not looking after them, I'm not looking after that person. We don't have that choice. You know, we go into our workplace every day to work hard and to give the best care and to be the best nurses that we can be. Yeah. And we deserve to work in an environment that is safe, that is all accepting. And that is aware that you are going to be met with a diverse workforce. Yeah. And I definitely think that the NHS as a health service, they need to do more to diversify yeah. their teams. They need to show fellow black juniors that you can achieve and aspire and be up there. You are good enough. You are able. The system is for you. We want you to be there. Yeah. We want to push you. We want to progress you. I shouldn't have to sit in a handover. I shouldn't have to sit in mandatory training. I shouldn't have to go to a study day and point and pick out how many ethnic minority faces are there. Yeah. It could be such a mix of so many different people and you should be able to look and say, wow, like there's such a mix of us. How nice is this? How safe yeah. is this? You know, how representative is it of the patients and families and clients that we're serving? Because... The people we serve should be a reflection of the service that they're getting. They should be yeah. seeing us. They should yeah. look and see, yeah, they look like me and they're there and they're doing it. Yeah. But, you know, I still think that is an issue, an ongoing issue. And again, this is going to obviously take a good look at society and raise the appropriate questions and hopefully amongst cohorts and amongst friends and amongst not just as Gigi said not just the nursing profession but everybody in their own professions to take a good look and think gosh are we diverse are we representative are we inclusive what is our stand on this movement how do we feel about it as people as an organization you know yeah no 100 percent 100 percent it's just such a shame that it had to it had to be someone dying yeah for this bring bring about what's going on now mm. it's just and, shame. um touching on what Gigi mentioned that in the beginning about the pub the um the new public health england um, report yeah. about bame and um covid covid again unfortunately guys sorry um about the link between the fact that the report has shown black people are more likely to be infected and to die. Yeah. This virus. Like, we just need to protect ourselves and, and do the best that we can to protect ourselves. Like, at the end of the day, we can't run from corona, it's here. If mm. you are just like me and Diane, also working on the front line, white, black, Asian, whoever, like, we just have to deal with it. 
I'm not saying that, you know, we have to throw it, toss it to the side and be like, oh, you know, let's just catch it. No, not, not at all. But then like, you, have to, you still have to be mindful and also do what you think is best for you. Like we always get told, like the first thing you learn in nursing school, if your gut instinct is telling you not to do it, don't do it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, fair enough, your pin's not going to be on the line if you suddenly catch corona. Not at all. Mm. I think we just need to be wise and be honest with ourselves. Like, can I do this? What are my feelings towards corona? How do I feel mm. this is going to impact me and the people I live with? Yeah. Is this... I think um, like the things that have been said are quite... I want to say... Quite, I, nah, I didn't even stop talking. Like, I don't have lost all my words. They're quite vague. That's it. In terms of, we just have like subheadings. Nothing's actually said that, you know, if you have this, 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 and this, ideally you should be doing this, or you should be nursing large from yes. any sort of patient. I think things are just being thrown out there, and I understand that like, Corona is pretty much brand new to us, and we're learning every day how to deal with it, how to change, and how to adapt. Mm. Until you you have something, please don't just give us words. Yeah, I think people are now acting on it, and it's like you don't know what to believe. Can I do this? Can I go to work? Can I not go to work? However, if they suddenly say that you know everyone from the black the black minority shouldn't go to work, I'm sorry, you're using a, you're losing a huge task force, which we cannot yeah, afford to do. I think we just need to like ourselves need to do our own reading and mm. find out where we stand and how we feel about it and also guys yeah. your unions that's why you pay for them that's why they're there like what support yeah. there, there is in lines for for us mm. and and also not just for the the, the society i think in general i don't i don't know anyone that truly has looked in to see what the unions are stating in terms of isolating and quarantining and stuff like that like I think we all need to take a step and see what our unions are offering mm. what suits you I'm not going to say like twist it to the best way for you to not essentially be at work but see what works for you if it's something that works for you that you're happy with if not feel free to call them they're all still open yeah the resource I don't think many people use like we all just pay for it but no one truly uses it this is the time to use it if you're not happy contact them let the advice come from the people above us who, who know much more about this than we do. 100%. Could not, could not agree more. It's utilising, it's being well-informed, it's asking questions. And I think for everybody listening, because we are an inclusive podcast and yeah. we're, we're talking about everybody, is don't be afraid to ask uncomfortable questions. No. You do a very no. extraordinary job. Also uncomfortable, but there's been many things in our job that we've had to do. You know, may not be truly happy with, but you've done it. So don't let question. No question is a silly question. Mm. Ask them. We are one team. We are here to solve these questions. And utilize the questions, and you never know. Someone else might. Someone else might have the same question that you're asking. So please ask. Please ask. Share. Read. Right now, well, Instagram has always been a great source of media. Yeah, there's so much going around on so on online. Just have a look, see whether it appeals to you, and whether it's something that you're happy with. If not, 
you always have the opportunity to make a stand and change it. Most definitely. I feel like <laughs> Gigi, <laughs> Gigi has, has, she's, yeah, cherry on the top. She said it. She has said it. Um, so, yeah. I mean. Well, I think the one last thing I'd leave you guys with is you're always taught to be an advocate for your patients, but be an advocate for yourself and your colleagues. Not just within nursing, across the board. Mm-hmm. Don't let something slide that you're not happy with. If you're not happy with, you challenge it. And you go as high as possible. No one can stop you. Yeah. You go as high as possible. You search and make sure you get the answers that you're looking for. Yes. And yeah, just to... Just, uh to round off on what Gigi said is definitely speak up, use your voice, don't be afraid to be labelled. You are important, you matter, and you are needed and you're required. Um, and yeah, I think just to say that we here at the Nursing Handover, we support the Black Lives Movement. Yeah. You know, Black Lives, black lives Matter. Our and lives matter. Not yeah. just about us, but as a collective, like our lives matter. Yeah. You know, as black women, as black nurses, as sisters, as, as daughters, as girlfriends, as friends. So, you know, we, we matter and we support that movement. And we hope that this, we call it a special episode because it is a special episode. Um, we hope that you guys have taken some gems from this. Yeah. That you have found out more about what's happening within the National Health Service in regards to race. Mm-hmm. And let's keep the conversation going. It's not going to end soon. And I, and I personally don't want this to be swept under the carpet. Obviously, no. we're not going to be able to solve this in a few days. But the more that people know about this, the more, the more chance we have in making a change. Not yeah. just within, within nursing and the healthcare profession, but as a, a global scale. Mm. the more that we inform ourselves and we act on it and what we need to do will change yeah. hopefully will create a better future for what is to come I think that's Ooh. pretty much all I had to say on it because I could probably politician, that, was, that was a politician ending there <laughs> I'm definitely not going for number 10 but you know, that's how I feel about the topic and if I don't stop now I'm going to continue going on and on and on and on so Feel free, guys. Please hit us up on our email, which is nursinghandoverpodcast at gmail.com. And hit us up on our Instagram page, our personals, also the, the podcast Instagram page, and follow us. Like, let us know what, you're, what you guys are feeling, what's going on. Yeah, so like we said, we will drop the articles on the Instagram um, post, as well as a screenshot of the um, RES, which is the Workforce Race Equality Standard. So that will all be on that post, which yeah. will be coming up very, very shortly. Yeah. I think that this is the end. Well, for now, for our next episode. Yeah, I think it is. We seem to have, like, a theme we want to do, and then, you know, life just slaps us, and it just doesn't happen. I'm telling you. But that is what it is. We're, like Gigi said, we're... we're, we're moving with the times and we're talking about what's happening in the moment and that's, yeah. what, we, that's what we want to do essentially yeah. so feel free if you want to if you also want to 
have a shot at it. Also having the having the conversation with us, drop us an email when we'll get chatting and take it from there. So for now for now, we will be back next week with another episode. And keep hitting us up. Over and out. <laughs> Bye. See you guys later.